Thanks for joining us for another episode of Gen X Midwest. My name is Natalie, and I'm here with my co-host, Joe. You can find Gen X Midwest on several podcast platforms, including Spotify, Google, Podcast Addict, and Amazon. Whichever your preferred podcast platform, please subscribe and share. And as always, you can find us on Facebook, Gen X Midwest, and on Twitter at Natalie and Joe, Gen X Midwest. And if you want to contact us, you can message us on either of those platforms or email us at GenXMidwest at gmail.com. Well, I don't know about you, but I feel like screaming, okay, 2023, enough. Yes. I've had enough. Uh Uh-huh. Don't want to hear any more news. I just want to take a big fat nap and never wake up. No, that would be death. But I mean, seriously, though. Well, if you're in heaven, that's a death on True earth. True story, so, yeah. Yeah, so what? Okay, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like every day there is something in the headlines, and just when you think that it can't get any worse, or just when you think that you've heard it all, there's like 2023 is doing this huge LOL. Like, no, you really haven't. The joke is on you. Yeah, have you seen that deal where they take 2021, 2022, and 2023 and add it together, take the zero out, and it's 666? No, I haven't, but that scares me. There you go. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Okay, I didn't think I had anything, you know, just when you thought, never mind. I just thought (laughs) it'd help you. Thanks, appreciate it. But no, seriously, I mean, I'm. we're still dealing with the Russian-Ukraine war. There's Biden's classified documents. But see, his is okay because he didn't know nothing about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how that got there next to my Corvette in the $50,000 a month rented out to my son apartment. Yeah. Double standard. Yeah. Totally double standard all the way. And... I'm sick and tired of hearing about Prince Harry, although I am reading his book. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) I am. Because it's just like, okay, let me read it. Let me give the guy a chance. You know, let me hear it from his own words. Is it working? In some ways. And in some ways, okay, it's like, let's move on. Yeah. You know, let's get further down the list here. And, you know, not to mention there's... The idiocy concerning the gas stoves. Yeah. There's constant inflation, which if you follow us on Facebook, I did repost Ted Cruz. He had some statistics on there. Yeah. About inflation that, you know, if you didn't think you were in a bad mood, go check that out. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, just it's just basic necessities. And IRS, the pettiness of daily people, and I'm like, just stop it. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I'm just, I I don't know. You know, and I like the fact that we are doing this, but we've got our head in the headlines more. And yeah. even more now than ever, I think we really just need to stay prayed up a lot. Yeah, because it's not <laughs> getting any better. No. I mean, really. And not to mention, you know, we've got more deaths in the entertainment and sports industries and music industries, particularly dear to me so not only did we have anita pointer then there was jeff beck uh the most recent is you know everybody knows about lisa marie presley just way too young 54 years old with cardiac arrest Mm -hmm. and i've seen other people just in our local area obituaries 
around about that age with cardiac arrest. Yes, and I and I I don't want to I don't want to say it, but it has been. We're starting to hit that couple year mark on mm-hmm. a certain thing that was really pressed for everybody to get, right. and this is kind of. I think we're starting to see the outcome of the side effects that was totally harmless a couple yeah. of years ago. It's totally safe, right? Mm. Yeah, and you've got people who are reasonably young still. I mean, 50, that's young to us. Yeah. But, you know, dropping dead for no reason. Well, and then, and then the same week, I don't remember the the guy's name, but he was 31, dropped dead, cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're talking people who were, as far as everybody is being told, they're fairly healthy people that are just dropping with cardiac arrest. And I'm talking, you're talking high school kids right? in school that this is happening to. And then you're getting up into people who are in their 30s, 40s, 50s that were in reasonably good health. And then all of a sudden they just have cardiac arrest issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah, and it's like, how many people are going to have to die before somebody says, wait a minute? But now I think, I don't know if it's reversible. I really don't. I mean, we're too late to be asking the questions. Yeah, unfortunately. And it's just, it is a very unfortunate thing. And I think now more than ever, we need to make sure that we are clinging to the cross, man. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Exactly, and not that we're trying to demonize anybody at all for decision for decisions that they've made in no, their health. No, they they the decisions that were made is the ones that they were. I mean, they believe that they made an informed decision, mm-hmm. and uh, so no, I don't discredit somebody for the decision they made. They made it in the best knowledge that they had for their own safety. Um, I just really wish that. A little bit more research would have been done but you had a government that was uh, pressuring people you had workplaces that were pressuring people and telling them if you don't do this you don't have a job mm-hmm. so or you know we've had colleges saying if you can't do this then or if you won't do this and you can't get yeah. an education here and it's a very so. very unfortunate thing and people had to do what they had to do in order to uh, keep their livelihoods mm-hmm. and that's that's the thing that ticks me off over the whole situation period right. and i mean even at my workplace we were i think we were pretty close to being mandated mm-hmm. and uh it didn't get that far because they pushed it just as far as they could and then that's when they started letting everything up so i was very happy over that but this is where we are and this is what we got to deal with and the best thing we could do is just continue to pray for people and mm-hmm. hopefully uh, some of this stuff could be reversed on a supernatural level i guess <laughs> so that brings me to questions that i'm sure you've had like why would god allow tragedy yes i've, I've faced those quite a bit and it's a, i always get kind of irritated with it because You'll believe that God will do something bad to you, but never believe that Satan would do something bad to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the author of confusion, of of death, and, and all these things. And even Smith Wigglesworth said that any kind of sickness is from straight from the gates of hell. Mm. Satan is behind any kind of sickness. 
-hmm. And so why would we immediately go towards that God did this? Yeah. I mean, we we have a society. I was talking with some folks this week. We have a, we live in a society that has done nothing for the past what 30, 40 years then try to push God out of everything. Mm -hmm. And then when some sort of crisis situation happens, well, where was God? Exactly where you wanted him, not here. Right. And then you want him to just swoop in and save the day, mm -hmm. override your will and just come in and make everything better for you after you've said, I don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Right. I mean, God's, God's he's, not going to override your will. He's not going to force himself no on anybody so yeah it's um even with natural disasters i've heard especially with natural disasters yeah i've heard people well and they redefine that. the natural disaster as an act of god and it's like no no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> what about when you and this kind of goes along with the tragedy issue what about when you keep praying and praying and praying for things and you watch things go from bad to worse I've experienced that. Yeah. Am experiencing that. And so it's a struggle, but I've also heard that it's an exercise of faith when you're talking to God about this because you are at least acknowledging that he had the ability to do something about it, not saying that he isn't working behind the scenes. Yeah, and so... I really think as Christians, and we start missing this over time, is that Christians have really come to the place where it's about, it's almost trying to turn it into an entertainment, trying to get people in, coffee bars, pizza parties, stuff like that. But our job is to get the gospel out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's 100% our job. Mm -hmm. And when Jesus was on the earth and he was trying to spread the gospel. He wasn't going, hey, I got I got a movie I'm going to show you tonight. And while we're here, I might throw the gospel in there just a little bit. After the movie. After the movie. If we have time. <laughs> if we've got time. That's not yeah. the way that he worked. And I really believe that we're going to be held responsible for not spreading the gospel and not praying and not doing what the Holy Spirit urges us to do. And, uh, I mean, it's great that we go to church, but... We have to understand that church goes beyond the four walls. I mean, mm -hmm. it's absolutely in God's will for us to go to church. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. But that gospel has to go out beyond those four walls. And nine times out of ten, people will come when you invite them, but not always. Nine mm -hmm. times out of ten, you got to take the gospel out of those four walls. Mm -hmm. And I've seen too many people head honcho inside those four walls and don't know how to act around people outside of that. Yep. And it's a very unfortunate thing, but uh, it's more than what's behind the four walls. Mm -hmm. And so now we've seen on a national level, the famous people are dying. Mm -hmm. um, on a local level, seeing people dying. Mm -hmm. And what, what are we doing? Yeah, just sitting here talking or, you know, gossiping about it. Uh, just a few days ago, I heard somebody mention Lisa Marie's name, and it was just in a derogatory way, but they're supposed Christians, and I'm thinking something is not no. adding up here. Because if you think that someone, if someone passed away and you 
want to call them immediately a sinner. Wait a minute. Why isn't your heart breaking a little bit for this individual? Because there's mm-hmm. two places for that for that individual. Right. And whether people want to believe it or not, there is two places for that individual. Mm-hmm. Heaven bound or hell bound. Right. And so, and there's only one way to get there. And I've heard a lot of people go, well, I'm a good person. It doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. No. You can help a thousand people and it'll never get you into heaven. Ever. Right. And we live in an area where there's a lot of good old boys. A lot of good old boys. A lot of good old women. But you know, in uh, Ladies, Mark 10, 18, <laughs> even Jesus said, why call me thou good? Uh, there is none good but one, and that's God. And so it's, why, why do we think that we're better than God or Jesus? It's that arrogance. It hasn't changed since really is. the Garden of Eden. <laughs> and a lot of people think, well, I mean, we read, I've read some stuff where these people did penance to make up for the bad that they've done by rolling side to side for eight miles to pay for their badness. And that's how, I mean, so Jesus went to the cross. He died on the cross for our sins. He took the, the stripes. He took the beating. And we cannot, we can't wrap it around our head mm-hmm. that all we have to do is accept what he did on the cross. Yeah, that's it. That's all we got to do. But we have it in our natural mindset that I've got to do something mm-hmm. to earn this because it cannot be just as simple as going, Christ did this, and all I have to do is accept it. Or it's just so simple that there's got to be a different way. So I'm going to take the path that I've got to make my pilgrimage. I have to do this. i got to do that. I've got to roll around. <laughs> Do, do my penance. Well, and then we have to put so many rules and regulations on someone that may want to see what Christ has done. Mm-hmm. And we take the simplicity off of that individual and go, wait a minute. So not only do you have to accept what Christ did on the cross, you also have to hair, wear your hair right. You have to wear the right clothes. You have to wear the right shoes. And if you don't fit within these rules and regulations, then you ain't going to make it. Right. And that ain't in there. That is not in the Bible. No. And so now you have more additional things, and we had brought it up, I think, a week or two ago, to where religion has sent more people to hell than any bar ever will. Mm -hmm. Organized religion. And I can't stand it. And I tell people that I go to church, and there's people that go, and then I say, I can't stand organized religion. But you go to church. I understand. (laughs) But we're not about the do's and don'ts. We're mm-hmm. about what Christ actually did on the cross for us. Period. That's yeah. all it is. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. I hate religion. Can't yeah, Just, I can't stand I, it. I will not do religion. But and then oh, go ahead. No, well, the one thing that I've come to accept, and I'm not saying that I don't have my little private outburst with God from time to time. I, yeah. I throw my fits. You know. But nevertheless, God is divine, and His ways are not my ways. His thoughts are not my thoughts, and Isaiah 55, 8 tells us that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we only see one little teeny tiny area of the picture. He sees the whole thing. Yeah. So that's what I have to keep telling myself, even in the midst of after all my fit throwing and look like an idiot. 
afterwards and yeah. I ask forgiveness and apologize and you know yeah and it's like what we were talking about when when uh our producer here got stuck on the plane you know and all <laughs> upset because you can't go nowhere but god saw what beginning to end that whole situation right and so i've gotten upset because i couldn't get somewhere a car broke down or somebody was running behind or whatever but what i didn't see was that accident that happened up in front of me mm-hmm. that if i had been running on time i'd have been right in the middle of it sure and i've seen that happen three or four times so when we're frustrated about what's happening in our life right now we don't get to see the end and all we that's when it just comes to the point where we have to trust god mm-hmm. and that is so hard to do it really is it is hard and i know hard. that god knows that we're just these human beings that <laughs> are very that, flawed <laughs> very flawed and see this just what's in front of us. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't let it... It'd be nice if he'd let us in on the plan a little bit. But yeah. It, especially I myself personally, I'm a plan mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. I want to know the beginning to end before I go forward. Yes, And so even when uh, he began to use me in the gifts, mm-hmm. <laughs> he would give me the whole entire sentence that I was going to say before. Mm-hmm. But now I'm starting to get just a word or two. And that's starting to step out in that faith yeah, and trusting yeah. that it is actually him that's leading me into this situation or whatever. But I get, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know when I got, when I first got saved and I still struggle with it a little bit because before I drank, mm-hmm. I was an alcoholic and I had, I, I was single. So I had to pay my own rent, have my own car insurance, pay my own bills. And, and I afforded my habits mm-hmm. and I always had money left over. Yeah. And then now it seems like after I've gotten saved and I struggle more, you know? <laughs> yes. And then you constantly have the enemy in your brain going, it wasn't like this before you got saved. And that brings me to a good point too, is seeing people living better than you do. Yeah. Like they have little to any if any regard for God, their church is sporadic if they go at all. Yeah. And they just seem to be getting blessing upon blessing and just having the time of their life. But then uh, we had a sermon uh, given by the lady that I really respect, and she brought out the fact or the thought Um you know, maybe who, who's to say that it's God that's blessing these people? Right. You know, and then not too long after I heard that in person, I also heard just a few days later somebody else say, Satan will help you build your kingdom as long as it's not a threat to his. Right. You know, but sooner or later, these people are going to have to pay the piper. Right. And, you know, in John, it says... In the world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. Jesus said this. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of times Christians are just too busy measuring the blessing, measuring the blessing by the things that they have mm-hmm. or how successful they are. But is that not the same way that the world measures right. their blessing in parentheses mm-hmm. here? That by how successful they are? And we just talked about like George Jones in the in Tammy Wynette story, you know, mm-hmm. it seemed like they had everything together, but <laughs> oh, their world wow. was falling apart. And I think yeah. 
we see we just see what's going on on the outside mm-hmm. and we don't see actually what this person may be dealing with mm-hmm. but i think as i've gotten older <laughs> i don't i've got a roof over my head i got mm-hmm. food on my table i can get back to for back and forth to work every day and i have, have a, job. a job to go yeah. to mm-hmm. and i can <laughs> As much as I get irritated with people, I can tell you I can interact with people very well. Mm-hmm. I am a pretty decent people person as much as I want to say I don't want to be around people. But I've seen over the years where God has really, and that's where we go, the blessing is not always tangible things. Mm-hmm. The blessing is how we can treat other people. So if you go back from who I used to be to who I am today, I treat people much better. And I have a much better filter. Mm -hmm. I don't say everything that's in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I see what God's done to me, blessing me with my attitude. Mm -hmm. And some days it's trying, but I also know when it's a great time to shut up. And because at the end of the day, what's it say in the Bible about a fool utters everything? Yes. (laughs) So yes, true. um, So I just, I just let it be what it is, and then, like I said, to before, is that the only thing I can control is myself, and then when I feel like I may be coming out of control, I go to the, I go to God, and I say, I'm running out of control here. I need your help. Mm -hmm. And so the real blessing is those things that I can see that God's changed in me over the years. And I have something to go home to every night. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be this big, spectacular thing because we've seen those big, spectacular things rip people straight to the ground. Mm-hmm. So how much are they really blessed? That's the question. Right. Because when you mm-hmm. have a measuring stick for blessing, you're not any different what the world is, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, And, you know, and not that there's anything wrong with having things and nice isn't. things. But when you're using that to, like you said, measure your success and your identity and your value as a person, you're missing the mark. Yes, because I've seen people do the same thing. Well, I'm blessed because look at all of this I've got. Mm -hmm. And you're nothing because look at all of this that you don't have. Nope, you missed it. You've honestly missed it. They want to say that in subtle ways, too. Have you ever noticed that? Mm. Yeah. And that's where I've got to go. Mm. That's mm. where, yeah. <laughs> so it's like if you see me retreat and walk away, just know that I'm exercising my self-control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if my phone goes off, I'm exercising. Trust me, it's better for both of us. There has been people I've said, just understand, you need to be blessed in the fact that you don't understand <laughs> who I used to be. <laughs> you need to know, count your blessings, boys and girls, mm-hmm. that I'm not who I used to be. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's amazing how quick that other person can come up. Yeah, and that person, I got to, and sometimes I'm saying that as I'm pushing that person back down. I was like, just, 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 just to understand I'm not who I used to be. Have a great day. Yeah, have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the nicest it can come out. So. 
Well, <sighs> on this one, I think we're about ready to wrap it up. And um, just some things to think about. And, you know, tomorrow is not guaranteed. And we're seeing more and more evidence of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope that as we continue on that we can come to a place where people understand it. I mean, we're, we're bringing this stuff out, but the biggest, most important thing that a person could ever do in their whole entire life is accept what Christ did on the cross. Mm-hmm. Nothing attached. Just right. him. Yeah, and it's really that simple. It, it really, really is. Because yeah. there was a point in time I was on the verge of backsliding, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in the middle of my apartment floor like a freaking baby just bawling. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, I just want to be real with you. I don't want all this. If I don't feel good, I have to lie about it. If I don't feel good, I want to tell you I don't feel good. Right. And, you know, I heard this just plain as day, finally. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. And he just wants us to come to him and just be as real as we can. Yeah, just be honest. He's not frightened, or nor is he surprised by anything. No, he knows how we are. Yeah. He knows how we feel. He he's he, he knows can, us better than we know ourselves. He knows. Quit lying to yourself. Quit mm-hmm. trying to lie to God. Just be real. Yeah. And know that there's no strings attached. Is what he said, and that's it. So. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. If you're looking for stability, that's the only place you're gonna find it. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. So until then, check, check you, you later. later.